Hi, welcome to newwine.org, nu-wine.org, a thought revolution one heart at a time. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a chance, and I hope to shed some light on a topic, perhaps from a different point of view you've not heard yet. I'd love to know your thoughts. Enjoy. Hola. So, recently I made uh, two posts, and one was by a uh, person who called into a podcast who was quoting an unknown Boeing scientist, and that scientist said, if you understand remote viewing, you understand how the UFOs travel. And then right after that, I posted another post, and I This was from me, and I said, in order to think a thought, I must bend space and time to access the information or energy to create the thought. And so uh, both of these um, correlate. About four or five years ago, I made a post, and I cannot find it, uh, but essentially I I just, on a whim, um, as usual, made a, um, a post on um, a vehicle I called a holographic resonance vehicle. And um, let me see here. So um, I'm also reminded, so to tie into that, I am also reminded of a video I saw uh, by Edgar Mitchell, former NASA astronaut. Uh, if you look up quanta, Edgar Mitchell and quantum... I guess just quantum, maybe quantum ESP. I think um, there's a really cool video on YouTube. I saw it on Amazon as well. And essentially, he, uh, if you look it up, there is this um, hmm, process, I guess, a mechanism called PCAR, which stands for phase conjugate adaptive resonance. And the gist that I will try to regurgitate um, of what I understood is things emit uh, particles at a quantum level and there are there is entanglement right and so via that entanglement um, that's how the remote viewing stuff occurs um, uh, with neurons and stuff like that and then you uh, there is a, um, a connection via I guess um, nanoscaled uh, Bose, I'm sorry, I keep saying Bose, um, Einstein, Rosen, Bridges, um, uh, across. Okay. Ooh. So, um, then lo and behold, very recent, uh, which I've also uh, posted, I saw, I started watching uh, season one of uh, Star Trek Discovery. And lo and behold, they have this new um, uh, engine called the spore drive. And essentially there's this spore that's intergalactic. Um, Really it's also multiverse uh, (laughs) as well. And they need somebody who, or they use this, um, what are they called, tardigrades? They use this giant tardigrade or they blew it up or something. Anyways, essentially that's what it was. Um, a creature as a biomechanism to traverse the multiverse and the universe. They could just jump, essentially. They're doing these jumps versus doing warp speed. 
Uh, so it was pretty much instantaneous. So they're traveling non-locally um, via these spores that are quantumly entangled throughout the uh, even the multiverse. I'm giving a spoiler here, but they do travel a multiverse as well. Um, I don't know how much I want to give of the movie or the show, um, but I'll go back to what, but essentially that's kind of what I was seeing about four or five years ago. And then I see this, you know, uh, in Star Trek and I'm like, well, that sure is a coink dink Um, okay. And then the other part is, you know, I've been constantly seeing the, um, five Fibonacci, uh, branching and an intuitive non-local network, if you can call it that, that's outside of space-time, which is actually that, I forgot they called it, but that's the network that they actually traveled in uh, via the spacecraft or the new uh, discovery of spacecraft in Star Trek. It's pretty amazing. So uh, back to Mr. Mitchell, uh, phase conjugate adaptive resonance. So essentially, um, you know, um, when somebody's doing the remote viewing, uh, there needs to be some sort of, I think, um, target. And that target is essentially where the, the uh, I guess you can call it quantum resonance occurs, and then from the resonant, or no, resonance occurs uh, based on the particle, and then there's entanglement. Truly, everything's entangled, everything, because there is a source that everything is entangled to, in my opinion. And I believe that's the creator. So, um, all right. <sighs> so essentially, um, this is what I describe, which I see clearly in this Star Trek episode, which I think is just so ironic. But um, you think a thought, and let me, let me say it like this. You are asleep, or you are meditating, praying, whatever, and you are, I'm on, you know, in Hawaii, or I'm, I'm floating above uh, Neptune, right, or something like that. You are there in your mind in a holographic um, perception, right? Um, and, but remote viewers, you know, they claim or have evidence that they're actually seeing this stuff. So there possibly some sort of entanglement going on. And so um, now let's tie that to some sort of device or mechanism or something, um, yeah, that has a, I guess, a, a relationship uh, with a person and with a, with a spacecraft. Yeah. So now not only are you thinking that you're there, when you think that you're there, you're there. <laughs> and so it's all, uh, this is uh, what the post that I had said, I was saying that when you're in this spacecraft, right, and you are just kind of jumping from place to place, even in the multiverse, right, um, you're really, it's in a very similar way, kind of a macro way, if you could say it, if that even what it is, if that's even what it is, um, traveling in a dream. Because in your dream, that's what you're doing. But now you're doing it and you are doing it in a uh, vehicle. And that's the part that uh, dawned on me. And I'm like, well, because you're bending space-time. And in order to think a thought, you space-time is bent. So I'll give a brief explanation of that. And I've, I've touched on this. I forgot in what podcast, but I'll just say it again. I remember one time I forgot a thought. I forgot a word. And I, almanac, for lack of words. 
And 30 minutes later, um, I remembered the word, hey, almanac. And it dawned on me that I gave input, right? I asked a question, I presented a query to the unified field browser. And then uh, it takes time for that to process because time is time, it takes time. And there's an orchestration of the object reduction model of my neurons and the microtubules because I didn't know what it was. And all the um, zero point energy reorients all that stuff in my gray matter. Bam, I remembered the word. How do you remember that word? That's how I think the, the word can come into being or the thought or the remembrance of something. And the information is non-locally entering into uh, 3D reality. And so space-time is bending because it has to go through a wormhole. It has to go through a um, Einstein-Rosen bridge. It has to. Um, and so when that happens, um, then you get the aha moment like uh, Mr. Hammeroff, Stuart Hammeroff um, says, who is the co-creator of the uh, um, OR ORC model. So, alrighty. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. So that's kind of what I meant by the, uh, the post, um, and um, hope you like it. Thanks. Bye.